0: And now we're going to talk about what one area of Alaska is doing to heal its habitat from mining. We're paddling to a stretch of river called Resurrection Creek on Alaska's Kenai Peninsula near Anchorage. More than 100 years ago, miners started digging for gold there. Giant machines turned the sinuous river into a deep, straight ditch. And the salmon population plunged. But Resurrection Creek is earning its name. Over the last few decades, there's been an effort to restore the habitat for fish. And despite mining still happening in the area, the effort seems to be working. Joining me to talk about this project is my guest, Riley Board, Report for America fellow at KDLL in Kenai, Alaska. Welcome to Science Friday. Thanks so much for having me. So what did mining do to the habitat uh, and the salmon that lived there?
1: Sure. So I think first I'll turn to Jim Roberts to explain that he's the vice president of the modern-day mining company that's still based in this area, and he's got a pretty good explainer on that. So a very fast, deep river was great for mining. And the effect of that in this corridor, and the reason the Forest Service is here, is it took this nice, normally formed river with a lot of sinuosity and turned it into a rain gutter. In order for salmon to thrive in a river habitat, they need places to stop and rest on their journey upriver. And when mining turned this into a really straight, fast river, it made it really difficult for salmon to travel upstream, and you know, made it an unviable habitat for those fish.
0: Hmm. Okay, so what are people doing to bring the creek back to what it used to be like? What are the what are the actual interventions? Sure. So.
1: Engineers have been working there on two different phases of the project, one that happened earlier in the 2000s and one that's happening right now. And those phases are working to re-add those curves to the river that make it you know, a great place for salmon to live. So they add sort of two important things. One of them is pools for resting. So salmon, as they're swimming upstream, they need places to stop and rest, So they're not expending all of their energy. So they're adding back in these pools where salmon can rest. And then they're also adding bends back in the river. And from what I understand, those bends are important for protecting salmon from their predators like bears. As they travel up the river, they need places to hide from predators. And so that's what those bends are for. But also there's a lot of other features that are, you know, involve complex engineering And all five species of Pacific salmon live in this creek, and they all need different things. And so the engineers took all of those different species into account when they designed new features to add back into this river to make it a good habitat.
0: Mm, Resting pools. I feel like this is what I need on even the, the shortest of runs. Yeah, absolutely. So is the restoration working? Well, From what I understand,
1: that first phase saw a six-fold return of salmon to the creek. You know, for 100 years, there were very few salmon in this creek as a result of the straightening of the ditch. So that first phase brought back a six-fold return. And the current phase that the engineers are working on, you know, it'll take time. They'll need time to study and see what the effects are. The engineers that I talked to seemed very enthusiastic. They saw salmon returning faster than they even expected. And when I was there at the end of July, I saw just pools of salmon, like piles of salmon. Yeah, you couldn't even see the bottom of the creek through the absolute thicket of salmon. So on on pure
0: eyewitness account, there's definitely been a return (laughs) of fish to that creek. This is Science Friday from WNYC Studios. I mean, you reported that a mining company that still operates in this stretch of river is actually involved in the restoration.
1: What's in it for them? Yeah. So, you know, from what I understand from talking to folks at that mining company and folks with the Forest Service, that relationship started off hostile when, you know, they first wanted to do a restoration <laughs> project here because there are active mining claims through this corridor of the river. But. Eventually, everyone came to the table, they started negotiating, realized that, that they weren't, I believe I'm quoting here, warring nations, and uh, came to a mutual agreement and a sort of Turning point happened in their relationship when the Forest Service decided that it needed to build a bridge over the creek. For them, the purpose of that bridge was so that contractors could traverse the river when they were doing their restoration work. But that bridge was also helpful for the mining company because previously they were just driving through the river to get from side to side. And so the Forest Service said, you can use this bridge too. This will work for miners. And so they came to this, you know, infrastructure compromise. And I think the relationship just improved from there.
0: A bridge. That's what was in it for them. Yeah, literally. Is mining still happening in this area, like on this stretch of the creek? Yeah.
1: So when I visited earlier this summer, mining was still happening, although it was sort of wrapping up with the season. But in the future... Once this restoration project is complete, mining will be allowed to continue. But miners will have to meet extremely high standards when it comes to doing their work and then returning the area to its previous status.
0: If mining's going to continue on this river, what does it actually look like? Are they digging the river into a rain gutter again and then bringing it back? Or, or what's the deal? Yeah, so... Mining today is much more sophisticated
1: and the the equipment is really different from what happened there 100 years ago. And so the miners are basically using the stream to clean their material and sort their material to find gold among the sediment. This isn't exactly like an open pit mine where they're displacing a a ton of earth. Um, So they'll just be using the running water from the stream to to clean the material and then, you know,
0: resetting that area to the standards of the forest service. Got it. How is this restoration affecting other wildlife or what's the hope? Yeah, so animals
1: that eat salmon, like bears, obviously Benefit from the return of salmon to this creek. And actually, when I when I got to visit in late July, everyone was raving about seeing a a juvenile bear that had come to the creek to fish just the day before, which as far as I know, just wasn't happening before. And then also part of this project is the revegetation of this stream corridor. That, that's sort of what will happen after the engineering of the creek is complete. They're, you know, revegetating it to look like it's pre-mining conditions, which, you know, will bring back obviously the vegetation, but
0: also things like moose and, and other animals that, that thrive in that environment. That's all the time we have for now. I'd like to thank my guest, Riley Board, Report for America Fellow at KDLL and Kenai, Alaska. Thanks for joining us. Of course. Thanks for having me.